This week on The Big Room. There's the other shoe has to drop of them emailing one another. I'm like, there's so many shoes in the air in this movie. You're it's on kind this. of a ride. I feel That's like funny. I kept looking at you and I feel like you were liking it. You were laughing. Well, I was locked in. It's good. I was me. like, oh, once it's happening. Once he realizes who <laughs> she is, <laughs> I was constantly just like, okay, when's it going to happen? When's Is he going to drop a hint? How's yeah. he going to say it? Is she going to find it like for the rest of the movie? Welcome back to the worst podcast in the world. I'm your host, Joe Rogan, and we watched another movie. We watched we did. Uh, it's, it's rom com month. It's, it's actually, we as we're recording this, it's real life Valentine's Day. Aw, happy Valentine's <laughs> and, Day in the uh, past. We didn't do anything. No, we didn't. We're here. My Valentine's Day is tomorrow. recording a podcast. Well, your Valentine's Day is also tomorrow, where I'm taking you to Daytona International Speedway. Bit, being so married romantic. to you every day is Valentine's Day. Dum, 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 dum. Now we're going to go watch NASCAR tomorrow. We it's are going to go watch NASCAR. Um, we, Meow. we watched uh, your favorite, one of your favorite movies. Yes. Nick sent me a post mm. on Instagram. You're sitting right next to me. Why'd you do that? I sent it for Carl. He was oh, awesome okay. in the group. As we're recording oh, a show. Is. Got it. We this were not recording when I sent it. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Um, we watched You've Got Mail. Which is a rom-com. You've uh, got mail. It is a rom-com. Came out in uh, on December 18th, 1998. I was mm-hmm. three years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I, it was about to be my third Christmas. Uh, fourth? Because I had one when I was zero. Right. Fourth. Fourth mm-hmm. Christmas. Well, that's lost on you, though. Well, yeah, it's all yeah. lost on me. I mean, the <laughs> one in 1998 was probably lost on me, too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is based on... Well, once again, this is our second movie in a row that's based on a movie from the 40s. Uh, this one is based on a movie called The Shop Around the Corner, mm-hmm. which in and of itself is based on a Hungarian play, I think. Yes. That And the title's in Hungarian, so I'm not going to read that. I don't I'm know what it is. Rom-coms are derivative, huh? They this are. Is, this is also the third <laughs> This is the third movie starring the pairing of Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan after uh, 1990's Joe versus the Volcano, which I've never heard of in my life, and 1993's Sleepless in Seattle, which everybody has heard of in their life. <laughs> Um, and the last fact I have uh, myself after researching this movie for 30 seconds before we went live is that the movie's website, the original movie's website, remained live until May 10th, 2018. It's uh, a long time to have a website. 20 where, years. Yeah. Where you could read all of the original emails. Oh, really? They were all in there. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. I also hmm. read it was like kind of like a it was it was getting dunked on for being very 1990s internet, but. It, it was, was no. That's uh. That's what do you want? Uh, people are stupid. It's like the Space Jam website. Is that a thing? Thing still? Yeah, I don't think still, because it was mm. probably all built with Flash, and Flash is dead. Right. Mm. So, nerd corner. Nerd. nerd. Corner. So, we watched this last night. Two nights. Yeah, ago? last night. Last night. Mm-hmm. Wow. Same. Playing uh, Helldivers 2 afterwards, and my, that's my. I brain had to watch pushed, The Bachelor afterwards. Pushed uh, this movie right out. So. Um, you like this movie. I love this movie. Why? Um, well, so I literally have a note that after watching this so closely to Ever After, throw Ever After away. This Whoa. Like this is un- this her favorite movie. I- <laughs> well, this doesn't have Drew Barrymore in it, which is a W. Just and this- furthermore, this was not in her running for favorite movie because we knew we were doing wrong. Because I already this is what we would have uh, okay. watched. This is what we would have watched if this yep. wasn't a thing, which I guess we mm. could have done that anyway and then watched another rom-com, but my brain doesn't work sometimes. So, no, I don't know. This movie, it's just so, char- like, I just think it's so charming. It's cozy. I just, I love the characters. It is really cozy. Like, the soundtrack, the swell. Soundtrack's awesomely 90s. I cry every time. <laughs> yes. I cried it's last night. It's a little night. Christmassy, too. It is. You get a little I, bit of that in there. I always bit. watch it in the fall because at the beginning, it's like, you know, don't you just love New York in the fall? And he wants to send her sharpened pencils. Which I didn't get. <laughs> a bouquet yeah. of sharpened pencils. I'm like, yeah, it seems like a reference to an earlier conversation they had that we didn't get right. told about or something. But yeah, the only connection I saw was the I want to buy school supplies thing. So I was like, okay, that's okay. a leap, but all right. <laughs> like, school, back to school season yeah, yeah. in fall. The and, like yeah. crappy CGI New York at the beginning <laughs> was cracking me up. Oh my God. Got it. Because what puzzled me there is I'm like, this is three years after Toy Story. We knew how to do CGI. Cities already. We had a bug city. I was too busy laughing yeah. at the Toy Story Two came sounds. out this year. 
at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. The dial up just dialing. Remember internet used to dial up. Up man. Not down. Not at not down. Why don't we go down? Why don't we go down? Harm and town reference for It sure reminded me of like a low like a low poly Silicon Valley intro. Where they kind of build the city oh, I up. I haven't seen Silicon. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 3D kind of render is just like way flatter. Oh my God, <laughs> like, I just closed my nuts. How I also I think this movie on? has a lot of good like one-liners and lines. Oh, it's a clever, so many good clever script. It's so, mm-hmm. it's so good. It's a clever script. This, this is like what I imagine every rom-com to be. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's, yeah. It's got, it's got that 90s, almost Barney kind the, of feel. The will they, won't they? When's it, when are they going to figure out? Yeah, like, like oh, ugh. But at the same uh-huh. at the same time, within f- 10, 15 minutes, I wrote down, bro, is this two people have digital affairs the movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is that. It Pretty is. Much. It is that. It is. So immediately you're like bad people. Kind of. Isn't it yeah, fair if you don't see them? Yes, it's dude. Kind of an, it's an emotional. <laughs> well, and that's a conversation <laughs> from within the movie. And they use that conversation to totally enable it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just go to it's bat. Just for, a friend. Uh, yeah, she specifically said that they weren't. Uh, what was the phrase they used? They weren't doing cyber sex. No cyber yeah, sex. Yeah, which cyber, cyber sex, sex is just—it's yeah. just a friendship. Is cyber sex the worst word of all time? Like slurs <laughs> aside, cyber sex. <laughs> slurs. Is- yeah. Gross. So I've come to the realization that I think all rom coms are full of bad, bad people. people. That doesn't make me love them any less, but no. in order to get the calm, like that's how they do it is like, mm. there's gotta be some sort of flaw or character thing that causes the yeah. hijinks. Well, mm. and no. in order for to have the hijinks, like unless, unless your center plot point is, uh, an illness, like the perfect rom-com, the big <laughs> sick where there's yes. no bad people in it at all. God, it's a great. good movie. Are there no bad people in it? I mean, his family sucks. They, but, you know, they have to learn a lesson. Yeah, a different culture, though. Yeah. You know, they start out one way and grow and learn. and Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, Kumail kind of, he blurs some lines. She's broken up with him, and yet he's still, like, with her family and well, doing all the things. Yeah, well, so. he cared about her. Yeah, that's, I'm not, that wasn't a... And she woke I'm not up saying pissed. he's a bad yeah. person. I'm of, just her saying. Her phone was kind of iffy, but that was also you know one that to make a call to her mom well, or something. Well, she looked in you his know. cigar box, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, and she got she mad, and, and he was he hiding things in there. So she was gonna write. You know what we've already done? Talked about all this in a previous episode. If you want to hear <laughs> more about the big sick, go back to whatever episode yeah. that was. I'm not putting it in the description. There's no way I'm gonna remember <laughs> to do that. Um, Chappelle's in this. Chappelle, yeah, which is I wild. It was kind of weird to not have him be more comedic. He's, he's right. kind of a straight man. He just plays yeah, a guy. Like an odd choice, yeah. So I read Happy that. Happy to see him, but like, like, like it would have been. He didn't turn around when he describes like he describes the wrong person. He doesn't turn around and go, "Gotcha, bitch." He doesn't do anything <laughs> Chappelleish. Yeah. He's just kind of there. That's the, not the vibe. Though. He just plays a guy, which is cool that yeah, he plays a guy. But a also, like seeing Chappelle, like a little bit of a missed opportunity. Seeing Chappelle in a post now that Chappelle is an old man that just makes fun of trans people for no reason and calls it comedy. I was a little bit like, eh, Chappelle's in this. Oh, he's washed, and now he's a bigot. Sucks. I don't know much about Chappelle, apparently. Uh, we're too, A lot of Chappelle's, we're too young. Yeah. So he was apparently in this because he was originally cast as Bubba in Forrest Gump and turned it down. <gasps> what? Good job, Chappelle. Wow. And then, but he, I guess wanted to work with Tom Hanks or Tom Hanks wanted to work with him. So then when this came up, they yeah. no, I want to see here. Chappelle as Bubba. No, that's that I but, yeah. doesn't feel right. No. Cause <laughs> if, you, if you, if you give a, if you, yeah, right. If you cast a comedian, it gets this whole other angle of you're he's right. making fun of mentally handicapped people. You're right. You're right. Uh, whereas if you just have a guy do it, it's like, Oh, Bless his heart. <laughs> it's, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's much less like Chappelle's taking the piss out of uh, this guy right now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, one of the lines in the movie is, is it infidelity over if it's just over email? And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Hello? Listen. So that would be under emotional affairs, she, I think. 
she didn't even love that. All right, dude. now they we're now we're making excuses. She didn't love her. Now we're making excuses. Did you see how relieved amicable. they were? It's when it, they broke up. Yeah. Yes, but that is convenient. It doesn't make the earlier <laughs> crimes. It's like if you just randomly pulled out a gun in traffic and murdered a guy, and he happened to have like <laughs> child porn on his phone. Like you're not a hero. You're still a murderer for no reason. You're just lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they knew man. though. No, they knew. No. They okay, knew let's not. Both knew. Let's not go to bat for for infidelity. Hello, are we stupid? God, you unmarried. You, you, to, you unmarried swine. You don't understand. You have to justify it a little bit in order to like the movie, though, don't you? I th- well, I think that's a flaw of the movie. I think it's bad people. It works out for bad people. The movie. Um, I also think rom coms. Like while they're set in the real world, they don't play by the real world. Oh they're yeah, it's fantastic. They're fantasies. No, so, I, don't, I don't think that this is a bad movie, but it does ad- a- advocate yeah. for what is objectively poor behavior. Yeah, because right. yes, they're having affairs. Yeah, it's the worst. If I was out texting broads, would oh, you I'd be s- thrilled with that? No. Yeah, I don't even like it when you talk to broads like at work. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk to broads. When you talk to broads at work. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Uh, or like this one time a lady came up to Cameron and like touched him in a bar and I was like, I'm going to murder her. And turns out she was married to like the guy right next to her. Yeah, it was. Uh, but she was like touching Cameron and I was just like, who is this bitch? Which, by the way, I did not. I still don't know her name. I know who she's married to and it's a person we all know. So we won't talk about it we'll on the show because wow remind me to tell well, you later once i once i he t- I also, once he told me i was like oh okay we're good I also grabbed her phone because she just put her phone on the bar and left and i was like i guess i'll grab oh, that wow. so that someone else doesn't and then she got back and it was the worst i hate being in situations like that um yeah. I, I don't go to bar remember when that like 50 year old lady hit on me yeah because i was looking at, i was looking at <laughs> that dan was, that was fine i was about to bring that up and uh then, <laughs> then she's like i don't remember what she said you were twirling your hair i was twirling my hair and she she said i just thought oh, that was hot. really hot yeah and i was like oh and i just i, I think i walked away i was like and like it. it's in the way that you use it and i just turned and went and went somewhere else in the bar i had a bad time i didn't like it <laughs> Well, it always is me too yeah. in the bars. I'm always the one in the awkward. Like when, uh, what's that? Baby Bad Brad Pitt, that guy that never tips and gets kicked out of all the bars downtown, and he's called Baby Brad Pitt for some reason. Baby Brad. I walk. He walked into the bar, grabbed me. I'm in a circle with Dan, his ex-wife, and you, and someone else. I think might have you. You might have been there. Who knows? Somebody. And he pulls me out of the group and goes, "Hey, I'm sorry." And I'm like, what? what? And he goes, Do you I'm, know him? I'm sorry. Because he, he thought he... No, I've never seen this guy before. He's never seen me before. He was drunk and high and confused. Classic. And he thought Classic that... Okay. He <laughs> thought that he had insulted my shirt. I was huh. probably in a Shrob shirt. That said Shrob Home Video or something. He thought he had insulted my shirt and was apologizing to me. And I was like, it's all good, man. And then he started monologuing about how he makes his own clothes and <laughs> plays plays the bass guitar for the devil. And you were for the devil. insulting someone else's shirt when you make your own. Yeah. And, well, and he didn't. He never said anything to me. And oh. then he asked for my Instagram. And I was like, why don't you give me yours? <laughs> what? And I, I like Sorry. watched as I looked him up, clicked on his page, and went, I'll hit you up. And then he walked left out of the bar, and we also needed to go left, but we went right and made a big <laughs> square because didn't like it. Wow. And then I turned to my friends and wife and was like, screw you guys. You brought me to the wolves. This is my you nightmare. This is why I don't leave my house. Bryce said goodbye just to you? Yes. Like, I think about that all the time. Yeah. You have me and you and I think David and this jacked guy that we yeah. used to work with <laughs> at, our, at our work Christmas party goes, bye, Cam. Yeah. He had never yeah, talked to me in my life. Next to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. he didn't say anything to us. Said bye to just me. <laughs> so weird. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's the weirdest thing. That has nothing to do with this movie. There's a typewriter scene <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about. Because so, uh, oh, what's the character's name? Frank. The shop girl. Frank. Kathleen oh. is, is at home. <laughs> yeah. No, Kathleen's at home and her husband, boyfriend, 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 not husband, boyfriend. Who's a he's a journalist, and he's got a typewriter, and he is he has like fawning over this typewriter, and she's like, oh, doesn't this sound familiar? And she pulls the cover off the other end of the (laughs) 
dining room table. It's the same typewriter. And she goes, and you have one at work. And he's like, I needed backups. And I found that really interesting because uh, knowing that um, uh, Tom Hanks is a huge fan collector and advocate for typewriters. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wow. He's a, bi- he's a big typewriter guy. Uh, there's a documentary on, I think, Prime, and I don't remember what it's called, uh, where he is one of the guys in there interviewing, uh, just talking about typewriters. John Mayer's in it because he wrote a lot of uh, Continuum, one of his albums on the typewriter. Like He writes a lot of his lyrics on the typewriter because he doesn't like having the technology around or whatever, but he doesn't want to write because his handwriting sucks, so he just writes on a typewriter. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and a lot of it was about this typewriter shop in LA that's closing down because they don't have any clientele. And then they they modernized and went online. It's a great documentary. You Seems like it. something Cameron would watch. Oh yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred oh, percent. One of them was this. One of, and it was all juxtaposed by yeah. this other guy who makes art, like statue, like statuette art out of typewriter pieces. So he buys old mm. dead typewriters and deconstructs them and uses the arms to make like teeth and jaws for skeleton heads and, and all uh. kinds of groovy stuff. Oh, uh, nifty. Very uh, erotic, even like sculptures oh. of like oh, butt, butts and stuff with typewriter parts. <laughs> butts and nuts. Cool. Oh. Um, Nick, what's your mother going to say? One of the other things oh, I wrote down, I want to talk about Starbucks. <laughs> I want to talk about Starbucks. Starbucks in this movie. Starbucks is a place for people who can't make decisions to go and make six decisions about just a cup of coffee. Very true. Um, So I was talking about how, because this is 1998, as we mentioned before, it's when this movie came out. I didn't really have knowledge that Starbucks existed until I was probably 15 or 16 years old. So we're talking... Wait. What, 2012? Uh, That's 17. uh, No. When, how old are we? Yeah, it was 17 20. 2012. So 2010, <coughs> 2010, yeah. 2011. And I think it's just because Ocala is small and we didn't get a Starbucks for a while. Or we, if we did, I, I think was we shocked. had one in the mall, but I never went to the freaking mall. I was shocked. Well, nobody drank that, coffee growing up. For me. Like yeah. Yeah. energy drinks and stuff like that in high school. It wasn't coffee. Monsters no, and rock stars. Yeah, our tastes weren't that refined like they are now. And now the kids have their mocha chocolate yeah. chocolate laka drinks. And we were like, <laughs> yeah. which color They're monsters nitro cold brews. We had yeah. one... They're matcha lattes. in our hospital. And that was it. Ooh. So we would often go to the hospital lobby and get a And get a Starbucks. That's groovy. And it was like a 30-minute drive. Pick me up. 30 minutes for Starbucks. That's in the city over. That's not worth it. You had to drive over the DuPont Poisoned River to get to your... That's right. West Groovy. So yeah, Starbucks is weird. Also, very funny to me... That she's a big Starbucks fan as a small business owner who's anti-corporate takeover. Mm. And she's goes to Starbucks yeah. in New York City. Every day. Where there's probably... She probably has to literally step over. Well, not literally unless she's 18 feet tall. But step over 957 coffee bodegas on her way to the Starbucks. Yeah. That she should have just been drinking at instead. Maybe. So she's and then she slams them for having fancy coffee in the bookstore right. too. So yeah. garbage. She's not <laughs> consistent. Have a consistent opinion. What she's was... a woman. We can have whatever opinions we want. We don't have to be consistent. All right. I'm was not going Starbucks... to touch that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> Go ahead. <Nick. laughs> Starbucks. So. When did Starbucks start? She's a woman, so she has rights. Uh, I don't know. In the probably like, in the... was it what we know Starbucks hey, forty today? Yeah. Like Starbucks. Why is he Googling Welcome back Starbucks? to our podcast called Talk About It Now, Look It Up Later. <laughs> 1971. Oh, it was around. Yeah. It had been around. It wasn't longer. the 60s. I was just thinking, what if it was the only Starbucks in New York? You know? Maybe yeah. a, uh, I doubt it. Maybe it wasn't a big corporate There's, there's two places Starbucks would have gotten big before anywhere else. California. Seattle, where oh, it was Seattle. founded, yeah, yeah, and yeah. New York City. And maybe like LA or something. Now. You're right. Chicago. Uh, my kind of town. Chicago is so blah 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 blah. blah. Um, the kids, weird. I thought that they were doing a bit. No. When he said yeah. that the the girl was his aunt. Nope. And the other dad kid just... was his brother. And then I wrote mm. his dad and grandpa are virile. <laughs> yeah, they are. And his dad looked like Doc. 
Dr. Phil, and the other guy looked like the Six Flags guy. <laughs> I was like, am I about to I was, do the org challenge over here? <laughs> I was trying to figure out where I knew his grandpa from. He looked really familiar. I didn't Maybe know it was just the Six Flags. Did you figure it out? No. no. You know what I, I did? I couldn't be bothered to look it up. You know the old person that I did recognize is the old lady from the bookstore. Who was she that? She looked familiar. Birdie. The red-haired lady? Yeah, with the glasses. Okay. She's Edith in All in the Family. Oh, uh, my God. Right. You have we have a record of it. I have a record of it. Ah, trying to show the camera, cool. but I have to work backwards. So yeah, it's she's, this uh, old lady in the blue. She's the old lady in the blue, wow. and all the family. She sings the wow. theme song. Those were the days. That's a good, uh, good. Uh, uh, it's a Norman Lear sitcom. Mm-hmm. Same guy that did Sanford and Son and Jeffersons mm. and, uh, and all that stuff. So yeah, yes, makes sense. Nice. There you go. It's a cool. good. Uh, yeah, I have a record for it. So yeah, that's what I know her from. She's Edith and All in the Family, and it was cracking me up. And then she plays They're, the piano in a later scene. Danielle's like, "That's she where I play the piano." I'm like, "She does in the title sequence for All in the Family." So she's got to As far as I know, plus everybody back then in the '40s when she grew up played piano. They probably played piano. So it's true. Yeah, churned and butter. probably gave really good advice. Terrified of the of the microwave. Um, I also <laughs> wrecking. Wait, what? I don't know. Maybe they thought it would irradiate them or something. Mm, right. Um, I had a similar Got moment with all over my microphone. The guy that Ooh. worked at the gross at her bookstore. Yeah, I don't remember um, his name. Dave Chappelle. Nope. Oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. was his name? I don't. Oh wait, hang on. Welcome. Doesn't back matter. To our podcast. I didn't know where I knew him from. I looked it up. It was Daddy Daycare. <laughs> I said that last oh. night, but I don't think Cameron's seen it. Steve Zahn, right? Is I could George. Sure. George. 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 I George couldn't have told Papas. you his real name. He reminded me of that guy uh, who's like, cut it out from Full House. Mixed Uncle Joey. Oh, John Uncle Stamos' Joey. hair. Not, not <laughs> Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey is cut it out. Uncle <laughs> Jesse is the cool Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uncle well, you like, do not question you know my what? Full House knowledge. No, no, no. Screw them for having those dudes' names so similar. Joey and Jesse. Nip. Nip. You got to make one of them Ken or something. Also, just Full House. Man. Boring. Good show. Full House is boring. I didn't Good like show. it. I hated it. So boring, wholesome. Boring, 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 boring. They learned How's life it boring? Lessons. Michelle Tanner falls off a horse and forgets who she is. Uh, but it's not as good as if she <laughs> had fallen off a horse and died. Like in a, That would have been sad. Not gone with the wind. You know what I was busy watching? <laughs> you, know, you know what I was watching as a kid instead of uh, Full House? And sports. Huh. Smokey but, and the Bandit. Oh. A good um, movie. Well, no. Best movie I hate, you of can't all do that. Time. No one's going to disagree with that. Best movie ever. Better than Full House. <laughs> no one's going to disagree. That's not an argument. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm looking at Burt Reynolds. You can have your uh, Yo Play John yogurt. Stamos? Your, your John Stamos is hot. He's a yogurt vendor. Okay, a now. Yogurt. He shows for yogurt. <laughs> so I don't know about current days. Like the Oikos shitty Greek yogurt. Feels like you're eating blood clots. It's He's the Greek. Worst. He's a Greek, right? Yeah, but he's a, he's Greek. a Greek. He's a wow. Greek, right? He's a Jew, right? Like no, that's, that's the energy you're coming up with. No, no, no. Come no. on. Oh, but boy. But if you're going to have someone sell Greek yogurt, I mean, a Greek person. <sighs> I mean, why don't you, anyways, why don't you, you briefly <laughs> give us the rundown of their relationship up to the coffee house scene? The, like where he's meeting her in person. Oh, okay. So, so what's the what's what's the movie about? Yeah. So well, I feel like we're going back. What to did the you drop? Now. Nothing. His phone. Go ahead. Was it your phone? I oh. didn't drop anything. I just spilled a little of my drink on me. The <laughs> 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 clapping. Way to go. Oh, that's great. Alrighty. So we have Kathleen. She owns a small bookstore that was left to her by her mother, who has passed away. Who everyone says was enchanting. Ignore that. It's fine. <laughs> um, We're falling apart. So she has an enchanting bookstore. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have Joe Fox on the other side. F O X. F O X. He is basically Barnes and Nobles. Yep. Um, which that location in New York actually is a Barnes and Nobles. Of Fun course, fact. dude. You look at the interior of that it's and you go, huge, this yeah, is this not is a set. Just a Barnes mm-hmm. and Nobles. What's that mean? Um, so he is bringing his new big chain discount store into the West Village and it's a tragedy. He's going to put her out of business. Meanwhile, they unknowingly are falling in love via email messaging. You've got mail. Yeah, so they're emailing each other back and forth on AOL. And then later on, they, they break out AIM, which was crazy. Mm. And uh, we're too young for AIM. 
We must I, nah. I remember AIM. Yeah. We are too young for AIM. <laughs> I also, even if like I was a couple years older, I still wouldn't have been allowed to no, be on AIM. We, Facebook was My our parents aim. would have been like, that's the internet and it's mm. dangerous. Nice. Yeah, we got on MySpace. <laughs> we got nope. no too MySpace. young for MySpace. Wow. We weren't allowed. I wasn't wow. allowed. To be on MySpace. That cutoff is like it's literally the age difference between y'all and us. Like it's mm-hmm. only a yeah. couple years, but we were Facebook kids. We so were Carl, uh, Facebook kids. Twelve or thirteen when when we were. Dude, I never could understand the code part of MySpace. Where like you just paste it in. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. That not just play. And now, like, flash forward, and I'm doing. I'm the site manager. <laughs> that <laughs> is my origin crazy. story. MySpace yeah. layouts for crappy local bands. Yeah. <laughs> Man, sorry, Chase. Look how far we've come. Go ahead. So, anyways, then we have a couple meetings where Joe and Kathleen meet. He accidentally find makes his way into her store, but doesn't yeah, say like, who he is. He knows, like they know each other as he's got the big bad bookstore that's yeah. squashing all the other bookstores, and she's the last small bookstore on the block, or as far as we know, the world. So he unknowingly gives her some advice on how to like fight back, you know, against for her him. business against yeah, himself. Yeah, the email version of him gives the real version of her like it's they have two different relationships at the same time which yes. is really interesting because they mm-hmm. don't they hate each other in person they love each other on the internet and they but they they know each other in these two different ways which is really interesting because mm. well i'll talk about it more later so then they decide to meet right yep. so she gets <clears> to the <throat> coffee shop she has her copy of pride and prejudice and her rose on her table dave Chappelle and joe <laughs> tom hanks Show up, and then Dave Chappelle doesn't get a character. I don't. I can't remember. I can't remember the character's name. So, but you know, Mr. Chappelle is looking through the window because Joe's like, "Look at her, like, check her out. Let me know how it is." And I just love this whole scene where he's like, "Mm, "She's beautiful, but uh, if you, uh, she kind of looks like Kathleen Kelly." And he's like, "Why are we talking about Kathleen Kelly?" And he's like, "Well, if you don't like Kathleen Kelly." You ain't gonna like this girl. Because it is Kathleen Kelly. Boom. Which I feel like Dave Chappelle should have said, You ain't gonna like this bitch. <laughs> no, you can't say bitch in a rock. Also, his name in the movie is Kevin Jackson. What? What? Wow. I Which, couldn't have told you that. That's that's a white person trying to give a black guy a name without making it a black guy name. <laughs> yeah. That's a little Jackson. rough. Kevin, Kevin Jackson. Yeah. It's rough. Why was he there? He was just walking his just boy walking to his, his date, yeah. and yeah. then was just gonna leave. Moral well, support. they were they were at work together. Maybe it was past. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Hey, Alfie, shut up! The dog wants input. Well, the one dog has the ball, and the other dog wants it. It's mm. noise. Story of it's our noisy. life. One day we'll have dog cam. Maybe hmm. we'll pay some nerd to hold a camera on him. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. So you know, but he originally decides. You know, when once he knows it's Kathleen, she he can makes just sit there. He's like, Chappelle, she can sit there all yeah. night. He makes his friend think he's just going to walk away and not go to her. But then after he walks away, he goes back. He goes in and Kathleen has no idea that maybe this could be the guy. She just instantly is like, why are you here? And they get away. Yeah, they've set Mm -hmm. up. They've established that they have run into one another many times at this Mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's not. It's not that serendipitous. It's like, oh, this keeps happening. Will you leave me alone? Will you leave me alone? And I just love that. Like he sits down at the table with table with her, and she's like, "Please go, please just go." And he gets up, gets up his coffee, and then goes to the table right behind. Right her. behind. <laughs> and like, he's just literally kinda, back to back. So then they keep talking, just messing with her, keeps talking, and then she finally like I relate to this a lot because her as a character, she talks about how in the moment she can never say what she wants to say. She can never think of her like zinger and get it out. And I have trouble with that. I and just she zings cry. It. But in this moment in the cafe, she zings him. Hard. Like he gets him. offended. You know, she calls him like a heartless, you know, she, she calls him heartless. He doesn't care. He just cares about profits and money. Um, and yeah, she hurts his feelings. And he leaves. He and goes, he leaves. have a good night. And just yep. bones out. Nice. And then you Human feel bad all. for Tom Hanks. You do. But he's the villain in the story, kind of. Yeah. So it's an interesting. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting. His job is the villain. Thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. His legacy, his job, which that never gets resolved, by the way, which is kind of funny. No. <laughs> that's that's kind of my biggest beef with, uh, with, can't with, with the rom com genre, is they like they always end with. The beginning the of a really, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, it's a it's a beginning kind of thing. They're like, and they get together. End of the movie. Yeah, I thought that's every time. I definitely thought there was going to be movie after 
she found out. But that's Which, literally but that's, the That's ending. not what these are about, though. No. It's just like with The Big Sick Again, the movie ends with what you know is going to happen the whole time. They end up together, or it's not a movie. Yeah. Um. So it's really about the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. But oh. it still is kind of like... I get left to the feeling of, but I want to know what happens. But that's not the point. So it's kind of, a, I have to keep myself in check with these movies. Uh, but I will say he was smart because if I were him, I would have immediately told her, hey, I'm the guy. And but he was like, like he knew that she was going to hate him. So he, he waited until he made her fall in love with him. He kind of tests the waters a little bit. Yeah. Because how does he know? Remind me how he knows that she's her. Because he sees her in the shop and oh, she has oh, the book oh, it's and the, the It's the Dave yeah. Chappelle moment. It's yeah. Kathleen Kennedy. Right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. So right. from there we go, we kind of hit the low point in the movie, like even like via email themselves, like she thinks he stood her up. You know, she's hurt his feelings. Her shop is closing, which all, that scene always makes me cry when she's like closing the shop and all seeing the books her are gone. Self. Seeing herself with her mom, and she's like, "It's like my mom has died all over again." It's like I oh. do wonder oh. if the so empty sad. the empty bookstore sh- scene was filmed first, like before they. Mm. You know what I mean? I read before that they, it was some kind of like bakery uh, that they yeah, that turned into sense. it. So the shelving and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, we skipped a little, a couple things. So one of the things that he teaches her. Or the advice he gives her that yeah. makes her want to fight back about him is what? What was it like? To go to the mattresses. Go to the mattresses. Go to the mattresses. Mm-hmm. Which is a Godfather thing. And then I was like, man, dude, men mansplaining the Godfather to women <laughs> is evergreen. Yes. Like it <laughs> always <evergreen>. happens. <laughs> yeah. It'll happen forever. Mm-hmm. You're actually legitimately into the Godfather, which I is, which liked is cool because it. it's a freaking masterpiece. It is. Mm-hmm. So um, I get it, but it, you got to also laugh it's at really it. It's really funny. That wasn't the first reference. No. At the beginning, he was when he first mm-hmm. runs into her. He, um, the cocktail party, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. God, what was the line? He quoted... Ha, ha, the, with the horse yeah, 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 head? Yeah, the horse yeah. head. The horse yeah, 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 he gets to that whole thing. <laughs> he goes, you know, the Godfather, yeah. Michael... Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I didn't know who you were with or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's... When she does that, she essentially starts getting picketers and stuff to picket the pseudo Barnes and Noble, and she's doing all these interviews. And um, uh, Tom Hanks and Dave Chappelle, whatever they're Kevin and whatever Joe, Joe, Joe Fox F O X, they're working out at oh, the this gym. Is, this is great. really funny. <laughs> yeah. And she's doing an interview, and they cut to him, and he's like kind of doing his part of the interview. And I forget what he says, but he basically like they cut his explanation really short. Like I sell they, cheap books, so sue so me. Sue yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I sell cheap books, so sue me. And he yeah. goes. He's like, that's not what I said. I was eloquent. Shit. He and said you could stand and read for hours and nobody would bother you. I called us a goddamn piazza. Yeah. And then he's there and he's like, I was eloquent. But the, sh- the shit right after that. Shit. Yeah. Hearing Tom Hanks eloquent. swear is shit. really good. Because when he's, it's 1990s Tom Hanks, so yeah. he sounds exactly like Woody from Toy Story. So it's like, <laughs> you are a toy. But if he swore afterwards, yeah. it's the best. I love. I could uh, listen. Man. I could listen. Listen to Tom Hanks read a phone book if phone books were still a thing. Uh, yeah. I just his voice. Well, he said she's a pill and like really pushed that P out. Yeah, he it said sounded pill so much to me times. like Bill Murray. Yeah, like it, really, it really sounded like Bill Murray. His to me. Like, oh my god. Yeah, and Which, I was just like, is Whoa. that <laughs> is that where you got pill from? Because you say that all the time to the dogs like you're being a pill. Is that maybe. from this movie? Maybe or? it's just made its way. I know your mom like, says it. I feel like my parents say it, but maybe they say it because of this. I don't know. Yeah, because you know you're like they're being a pill, and I'm like these dogs are a bunch of bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I, she's beautiful. She's a pill. <laughs> she's a pill. Uh, um, that's great. I have a, a a topic about computers. So they okay. they have laptops, early laptops. They're enormous. They are in four by three ratios, which is hilarious. Uh, it was Meg Ryan's first ever laptop. Really? Yeah. So what's interesting to me is I was wondering because in modern mm-hmm. cinema, uh, Apple has a rule about phones. If you are, this a, will ruin how you watch. This will Apple. ruin. Yeah. <laughs> Warning: If you like to watch movies with any uh, mystery as to who the villain is, skip forward 
one minute. Uh, <laughs> Apple has a rule where if you are a villain in a movie, you cannot have an iPhone because only good people have iPhones. So if you That's see villains in movies, they all have like well, older crappy like, Samsung Galaxy S7 edges from 2015 mm. whenever that phone came out or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like this. Like, you know what I mean? They, good people cannot have or bad people cannot have iPhones. To that point... In this movie, Meg Ryan has a Mac laptop, an early Apple laptop, and Tom Hanks has a Lenovo. And I was wondering if they did that for that reason of, well, he's he's a villain in loose quotes. He's not the hero, so he cannot have a MacBook. Or if it was like, we need two laptops, and that's what that's what's on. That's what the prop master could find. Like I read a thing that's not quite what you were saying, but similar. Where like at the time, I guess PC like had eclipsed mac and was yes. known for like being the like businessy like they Lenovo were still very highly commercial think pads mm-hmm. are very commercial and apple was more associated with the creative the smaller business at the time so i think there was some thought i feel like that's still very true that. where yeah. although macs now are the like macbooks they're the the they are the workers Thing, but the creative workers—they're the the you work in a glass office with frosted glass window doors, and you know what I mean. Like you have one, and whatever. Like your designers, you both have MacBooks. And, yeah, but for the government, so it up to like everyone working from home, laptops like Macs just became more accessible right. too. Yeah. But it's easier to get. Like I worked in marketing at the company, we all had Lenovo's, we all had ThinkPads, because they're the like the accountant's computer is a ThinkPad. Huh. You know what I mean? That's like true. the the nerd I never work. Thought about that. Is still ThinkPad. That means that accountants are the villains. Yes. I mean, they are. And designers are the heroes. You know what I read? I, 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 I read <laughs> something. Yeah. I read something online. Preach. I read something online last week <laughs> that said uh, it was. It's a damn shame that all of today's brightest minds go into finance. Uh, and, and I found that very poignant because it's not no like if you think back on history, it's oh we were artists, we were poets, we were architects. Uh, we were inventing things. We were making light bulbs and, and, and penicillin out of mold. And we were x-raying our own hands. And now it's like, who the fuck, market? And it's just, we're a stupid people. Dogecoin, baby. We're the worst. I was telling uh, my boss the other day, I'm like, we were not built to be sitting in chairs looking at, at, at rectangles all day and pretending any of this matters. We're supposed to like turn over rocks. We're so good at it. Yeah, but we're supposed to, we're supposed to like look at leaves and look at them and, and, and turn over rocks and go fascinating. And, and now we're just like, Oh, we're up 7%. Guess I won't kill myself today. It's the worst. (laughs) We are the stupidest Uh, society on earth. Um, We're too smart for our own good. Yeah, but it's I don't know, and and the the people who are supposed to be the smartest are the dumbest people on the planet. Oh mm. God, if you are in a C-suite, you are stupid, uh, <laughs> and I believe that with my whole chest. Um, elevators are scary, but that's at the end. So let's. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the story. Like that's they're they're hanging around. They next. get they get a little you know? more. They turn into frenemies almost. Because yeah. he starts. Hanging around her or running into her more, and you know, well, so what happens the grocery is, store that one time. Yeah, and can you yeah. can you fill us in? He leaves his chick too. Yeah, I feel like that's the next. She leaves her. Well, guy she was an first. Egotonian. Point of the story. <laughs> <gasps> she. Oh my God, she is. <gasps> She's what's her name with the horses and you're kidding and her me. Dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh my no, God, you're right. Wow. I can't wow. remember her name. Yeah. I can't eat something Saint Clair or yeah. something. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Pawnee, baby. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, after we kind of hit our low point in the story where she the shop closes, she has to close the business, you know, we kind of get to Frank and Kathleen. Oh, uh, she winds up in his store. Is yeah, that, he is that kind sees of the turnaround her. point? Yeah, I think that kind of then softens his heart back towards her because he sees her in the store and she's talking about books. And, well, because you know, th- one of his employees is trying to help this customer mm-hmm. and she's like do you have the, the, what, shoe, books. the shoe books and he's like i'd start with belly <laughs> huh? books. yeah the dude's <laughs> like huh and she's spell it on the on the bench and she knows exactly what the dude's talking about and she lists like four books in the series i would start with this one it's the it's the easiest one starting the with number five yeah dan Harmon's top five shoe jokes and 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 <laughs> and she's like crying because she has all this book knowledge and he's like well i've just got this corporate asshole that just needed a job for minimum wage to, you know, 
supplement his paper route or whatever people do in New York City. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And then he kind of sees her. Sees you know, how much she cares or it, it humanizes her to it a point beyond just a, a bit. beyond just like a pot of land. To he sees the consequences of what on. he's done. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he sends her, a, you know, he sends her an email back, you know, apologizing for like the cafe, like as, you know, his email self apologizing right. for, for not being, being a no there. show. Because as far as she knows, yeah. email got uh, uh, ghosted her. her. Yeah. So anyways, I didn't know. I feel like you were talking and then we both stopped. So anyways, we kind of come to like a breaking up point for both of our couples, our emailers. The, the, the her version was much nicer because he goes to break up with her. And she's like, I don't love you either. I don't love you either. And then they kind of have this endearing and absolutely has never happened in real life moment where they're both <laughs> like <fantasy. laughs> laughing about it. We don't yeah. like each other anymore. Ha ha ha. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> we so should amicable. be perfect. <laughs> yeah, we should be perfect yeah. for each other, but it's just not right. And then, and then he's it's just she, not right. Mom, she mom. asks him. <laughs> is ridiculous. It, yeah, she asks him, is it the the lady from the, the, the news? news? And he's like, it is the lady from the news. Do you have somebody? And she goes, nope. Mm. Which or she you know, kind of did foreshadow. He's like, "There's something there." When he yeah. was watching himself on the TV, yeah, yeah, well, that was broadcast for There's sure. There's the dream of someone else, the or something like that. Yeah. That was it, yeah. and uh, which that was kind of poetic-ish. It made the they, they do that to cover up their crime of having it be an affair movie. They really gloss over it, like it is meaningless to the movie. Yeah, you know, they kind of want yeah. us to think that Joe Fox's girlfriend is like a mean business lady, which she is, but like she's a boss bitch. Yeah, they she's, they really you know higher up. Yeah. She's a publisher. Yeah. She's got stuff to deal with. I mean, she's networking and yeah. 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 They really spray paint that Banksy over the crumbled walls of infidelity and, and make everything <laughs> okay because it's art now. It's fine. <laughs> No, it's, it's whatever. So, but they get it. It's, yeah, it's a forgivable crime for a rom com, a genre where nothing is believable Nothing's at all. Believable and it's fine. There's no real victims though. Everyone's kind of okay with it. It is yeah. victimless crimes, ish. Well, we they, don't know what, how his how girlfriend they, feels. How about they it. cover up about it is going like, to be fine. Like, yeah, because we don't get much from the elevator scene. They just know that he gets he ends it, but he ends it because he gets the ick. So they get stuck in an elevator and he gets the ick because, you know, they're chilling. And, and the elevator man back when they had elevator men or maybe so the, who that maybe, was. Yeah, he was he was the his door. job was yeah. to push be buttons. an elevator. Guy. I'm so poor. Yeah, we're too way, too, way too poor to have elevator servants what are they um i don't like that and they get stuck in the elevator which is my nightmare and they try mm -hmm. jumping which is my nightmare once. we have been stuck in the elevator yeah. it was very hot not like sexually but like it was, oh, it was hot, hot in there <laughs> um uh, i think dustin saved us i don't remember i don't remember nice. we'll just give him credit thanks dustin thanks uh but the 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 elevator guy man man gentle, attendant man. gentle attendant thank, thank god. you god thank god the genius button jockey he gets he has a revel <laughs> if i ever get out of here i'm going to propose to my lady because i should have done that a long time ago and here's a picture of her in my wallet and whatever whatever and then tom hanks looks over at his broad and she's like i can't find my chapstick and she's <laughs> where like where are my tic tacs tic tacs that's it and she's throwing a fit and, he's and like, she's also like if i ever get out of here i'm getting my eyes lasered and he's just like Ugh. Ugh. that's so your priorities that's, in life and we literally have like a smash cut from that scene to him walking to his boat with his bags and his dog and it's moving out what's the boat called fox, fox three two. he's three yeah he's three he's three mm. and then his dad gets kicked out later and moves into Fox two. And it's like, there's generational relationship failures yeah. here. I like um, when they zoomed out and his boat was bigger. Yeah. Of course it was. Yeah. Yeah. Fox once played a yacht somewhere <laughs> in Dubai, <laughs> a cruise carnival. Yeah. It's yeah. in the Mediterranean yeah. somewhere vibing. One of my mm -hmm. favorite cuts in the movie though, is when him and his dad are like, they're on the, bigger boat they're on the fox too trying to remember all the dads trying to remember all the bananas. all those people he slept with and all the nannies they're and all, all the his things. nannies yeah so <laughs> and dad makes a joke about whether the the lady tom hanks just broke up with if she he would see anything in her <laughs> I like her. Gold. <laughs> would i like her <laughs> yeah oh, um dad. so and then you know he's like well you know this is the easy part, you know. Got to go find someone else, you know. Just got to get the next one. That's the easy part to him. That's the easy part to him. Mm -hmm. And you know, Joe's like, oh yeah, it's super easy to find the one person in the whole world that fills your life with joy. And the dad goes, huh? Have, has anyone have ever been with met that description? And he's like, 
have you been with anyone that's met that description? And then it jump cuts. Smash cuts right to him knocking on her door. Right, right? to him, like, because she fills him with joy. It, She's it, the person. Yeah. So he's like, I gotta go get her. It cuts to a really... And Stevie mm. Wonder's playing. And it's a really and, 90s shot of him walking <laughs> up the sidewalk towards the camera with this bouquet of flowers, and he's going to her door. And then he just ends up in her place and she's kind of fine with it but is also like she's, she's really comfortable she's like with him and delirious on like sick, cold medicine like, or something I, I guess she felt safe enough with him being there to not be like where's my gun you know but like also to be like get out but the vase is on the fridge you know it was yeah. one of those fun things where she's like please leave but if you're ma- as long as you're at here, one point she just my crawled tea. into she bed just kind of accepts and he just gets like, on right. the bed with her and is like whatever <laughs> and then they that's when they they really get amicable yeah well she's like why did you come here and he's just like i wanted to be your friend yeah which is cool you know uh, he's I'll like see, put I'll... you out of business he's like feel you know he feels bad for what he's done he's changing he's changing he's I growing and I think it was earlier. He brings her daisies, which is her favorite flower. Didn't, but wasn't that a clue? Oh, like she told yeah. him a message about. So I thought she was going to figure it out right then. Yeah, because he He's, literally goes, was, "You told me." And I, it was one well, of yeah, multiple hints. I was confused hints. about we had that why hint. she didn't get it. We had the I pride. Maybe she was delirious or something. Was that no, the pride and prejudice she told, thing too? She. He learned about the daisies when he goes to her shop the first time the with the kids. First time with the kids. Oh, okay. Because okay. the hanky. Yes, so that was not on it. an internet clue. Out. Pride and Prejudice. He does get a little fast and loose with the Pride and Pre- That's, Prejudice. That was where, because it's like, what guy reads Pride and Prejudice? I wouldn't yeah. read that shit. I can't even read the like full version. It's too much. <laughs> you get like the abridged yeah. like kids version. Yeah. That's like 150 That's pages. That's the only the version. Pop-up. really big. <laughs> I mean, I've watched the movie, but I cannot get through the whole novel. You didn't like the it's BBC uh, show. No, either. it was also too long. Too long. Um, Give me the dramatized version. I did write much earlier in the plot when she learns his name is Joe Fox mm-hmm. at the cocktail party. Uh, I, I was like, all right, so the like at that point, one of the shoes dropped, right? Like she knows his name, but she doesn't know it's him. So I'm like, there's there's the other shoe has to drop of them emailing one another. I'm like, there's so many shoes in the air in this movie because it's it's two <laughs> stories. Dropping. And then they, the, the way that they slot into place like Tetris is just kind of mm-hmm. it's uh, good. exhilarating is a terrible word because it's not like a ride. It really. is exhilarating. You're it's kind this. of a ride. I feel it's like fine. I kept looking at you and I feel like you were liking it. You were laughing. I was locked in. It's good. I movie. was like, <gasps> once it's happening. Once he realizes who <laughs> she is, <laughs> I was constantly just like, okay, when's <gasps> it going to happen? When's, is he going to drop a hint? How's yeah. he going to say it? Is she going to find it like for the rest of the movie? Yeah. And it and it is like, it's like th- after he goes to the apartment, we've got quite a bit. It's like twenty more minutes of movie. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell are we gonna do? Which for this twenty minutes did kind of make it feel a little, a little drawn out. It well, it's, they could have trimmed a little yeah. bit. It could have been smash cuts, but instead we get, oh, they're at this market and blah blah blah. No, they need to keep all that. We could have cut the like athlete. Christmas stuff, you know. We could right. have trimmed that. The girl singing, bit. cut the other family singing. I wrote, did this need to be two hours? No. Because I feel like no, the most exciting a, part was that is, third act, and I kind of wanted that to be more of the movie of him kind of knowing and her not, and mm-hmm. kind of planting more seeds. Even still, this but, is you can make this an hour forty-five. Yeah. Did we need the dad in the boat scene? Not necessarily. Oh. Like, it's a good scene. It does add a little bit of flavor. That you need because that's what well, he that, realizes. That's, that's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, I got to get true, my girl. That's true. But you could you could have easily gotten that from the you elevator scene, that too. You're right. You're you right. could have gone right from elevator to her door and saved 10 minutes. But you're uh, right. I don't think it. I, you're I, right. Just because it's unnecessary doesn't mean it wasn't good, which is a point I failed to make when talking about shortening other movies in this show. Um, but you know, I did, I was kind of not pleased that this was two hours because she doesn't get off work till five 30 and the bachelor night two started at eight and oh, I wanted boy. to play hell divers. So we had to start at six and it was like, all right, shut up. Don't care about your day. Put the movie yeah, on. Get the like, movie on. We're eating I Wendy's. Like, I was Wendy's. starting it as you were finishing. Yeah. Um, I already talked about how she's anti-corporation, but pro Starbucks. Um, I love the whole all of their like scenes. Oh, I have a scene coming up uh, when they're eating. Uh, he's eating pretzels and she's eating an apple. Uh-huh. Right before they're like, "What are you doing next Saturday?" Uh, I think well, I'll run into you then or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's when they're talking. She's talking about the email guy to him because yeah. he's just a one of the boys now. She's just a pal of hers. Mm-hmm. 
and he's talking kind of trying to be like, well, what if he sucks kind of to try to bring her back down to earth a bit, right? knowing that it's him. Yeah. So he needs to <laughs> temper her expectations for when they eventually, when he's the, kind when of the, playing the, chess with himself, right? When the millionth shoe <laughs> of this octopus set of shoes drops, <laughs> uh, he, she's prepared. So he goes, maybe he's fat. He's fat. He's a fatty. He's one of those guys that has to be removed from his house by a crane. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, yeah. Tom Hanks. <laughs> you wouldn't say that nowadays. No, this, uh, the last 30 years since this movie have come yeah. out of really, uh, wow. Yeah. yeah wow. Uh, one oh, of those wow. guys has to be removed from his house by a crane. Um, what is this, the Gilbert Grape movie? <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie ends. And uh, we get the, well, the, then, the, the final know. scene. So they're hanging well, we out. Get the final scene and they're the hanging ends. out and they're walking back to her place because she has the date with aim guy at one four. or four or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's got to go and he kind of pulls a dumb guy move that every guy on planet earth has done where he's like, what if we were, what if thoughts? And it's so <laughs> painful. You know what I mean? Like, well, he's evil. planting the seed. He's planting the seed of but like, he's planting the seed as if it, it was him. And she's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, and she bones out because she friend zones but. him. But that's, what's weird is she friend zones him. And I don't know what, what, well. what doesn't quite make one plus one equal two in my brain is that she's like, I got to go and put on a different car again. That's exactly the same as this one. And then go to the park. But as soon as he shows up with the dog, she's like, I always hoped it was you. But what about an hour ago? Well, because she's conflicted. She's conflicted. She doesn't know. She's like, she's got Joe in front of her and she's like, okay, so she knows she gets along with this. It's the idealist version of, of this guy that she's never met. Yeah. She doesn't know. She wanted the stars to align for both at once. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It's, it's again, it's very fantastical. It is very fantastical. Um, But no, as soon as like, so they meet in the garden and she's well, standing the dog, there. He, she she realizes it's him because he's calling the dog's the name, dog. and she she's gonna cry again. And and we know the dog's <laughs> name because she's told him in the, like the first email, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's she hears him run up and yell for the dog. Well, she sees the dog first, right? And uh, yeah, like the dog is like in the first and last scene of the movie. It's pretty good. And huh. uh, yeah, you know, he comes around the corner. He does a little Jesus like Christ. Here I am. I don't, you know, somewhere she, over the rainbow's playing. She starts crying. <laughs> and he goes, Listen, don't cry, shop girl. And my dumbass forgot that shop girl was her <laughs> aim name. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought it was an endearing, like, pet name he just invented because she had the bookshop. Because I'm hey, stupid. What up, shop girl? Yeah. But, like, you know, to kind of as a callback to, hey, remember your business I destroyed uh, mercilessly? <laughs> So it's I don't a weird know. time to bring that up. But now it's shop girl. And, and I'm just, thank God that she didn't respond with, you know, oh, it's you, whatever his street name was. Did like, we you know figure out why? Or something. Yeah, did we figure out what 152 meant? It's, it's, it's a building, building number. number, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. You know, it's on the building. We get a couple shots Take of it. Take it in the piano, man. Yeah, Take there it in you the go. Piano. Take it in the, yeah. This one's, I feel like, less egregious. By the way, I watched piano. Casablanca this weekend. So obvious Ooh. where the ticket goes. Incredible. And well, also, in hindsight, because you know it's there. On a second watch, the whole ticket <laughs> yeah, business, that's way more uh, clear. Like, the first, the first 30, 35 minutes of the movie are way more like, oh, on a second viewing. Mm. It's worth, a, it's worth a revisit, that Casablanca. But we're not talking about Casablanca. We're talking about this movie. So the Don't Cry Shop Girl... Um, I wanted it to be you, blah, blah, blah. And I the whole wanted time, it to be you so badly. Whole time I'm thinking, where the hell is this dog? Because the dog's just <laughs> leashless. He comes back. But he comes it's back. Well I was trained. Like, there it is. Well trained. What's the dog's name? Brinkley. Not, Dumb. Not Wrigley. <laughs> I thought it was Wrigley. And I was like, oh, like the Cubs. No, we're in New York. Uh, listen, I'm yeah, sorry, Daniel. You could be a Chicagoite. I don't Chicago-ite. know what I expected or wanted the ending to be, but I was very underwhelmed. With the, I don't know how you can be underwhelmed because the, the 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 he just kind of goes no it's me it's me no and the, then they the, kiss no, the, passionately the, the crescendo is the don't cry shop girl that's what was supposed to hit you in the chest. I guess I, w- I wanted more of a like jaw drop moment where she was like oh my god it's him yeah because they kept teasing it so I many mean, times she kinda, she's like that's what the tears were right 
Yeah. She's yeah. like looking That's like <laughs> she's making faces at him. You gotta soften your stone hard. Uh, I see what you guys, guys are I saying. <laughs> a lot of rom coms do end, they, they end at that moment. Like that's it. That's the end of the movie. You know, that's just kind of I think part of the genre. You know. Yeah, and then like, uh, and then I saw her face, nah, 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 <laughs> and I'm a believer. But plays like at the end of Shrek. <laughs> uh, I really love the movie. I just really? the ending was meh. Is Shrek a rom com? I think so. It's kind of a rom-com. It's a fantasy rom-com. It's a good movie. Like an adventure yeah. rom-com? Yeah. This movie's kind of like Shrek. But if emails, were being, like Shrek. if emails were being an ogre. They're <laughs> being magical creatures. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? The Lord Farquaad is the bookstore. Uh, I don't know. So that's the thing. That's the thing is that she's almost got Stockholm Syndrome because she, she's now in love with the man that ruined her life. And we don't get any resolution. And he still works at the yeah. bookstore. But she's got offers. She's going to write. She could edit. Before his yeah, ex-girlfriend. Well, the, write, the writing job's not for his ex-girlfriend. Okay. But oh, the editing job was, yes. I don't Ooh. know, man. It's a little... She could be a consultant at Fox Books. I put the ball behind a box. All right, the dog figured it out. Dogs <laughs> are smart, man. Except for this one. No. Uh, yeah, that's the movie, though. Yeah. I, I Does Meg Ryan play this kind of character in all of her movies, or yes. is this like a departure? Okay, no. so she's like kind of the Tom Cruise. Which, okay, because like after this movie, she kind of was like, I need to do something different because she is just, like she, everything. This I've is her done. third rom com with Tom Hanks, yeah, like in yeah. a row. Yeah, that's crazy. She's and I just think she's just adorable and so cute, and her voice, her voice is honestly one of the voices of my childhood from all these movies, and she also voiced um, Anastasia in like an animated version oh. of that. Which was a 20th Century Fox movie, uh, See, animated I, movie. Which I is feel the exact century same. Fox. Yeah. I feel the exact Fox. same way about Tom Hanks because the first movie that I latched onto as a kid was Toy Story one and two. So my childhood is is like the voice of my childhood was Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. Uh, so we did I feel, not have the same childhood. I feel very similarly <laughs> just because like Woody and Buzz were. Dude, I wanted to be Andy. Um, yeah. I should get Andy tattooed on my foot. Ooh. Gross. That would be gross. That would be cool. That would be cool. The, the thickness of those lines mm. would be agony. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Ugh. I don't want to. Like a 24 needle shader in your foot. Ugh. Ugh. I don't really know what that means. I just know that just it's put terrible. it in my jugular and end it instead. <laughs> Gross. I just wanted to take a minute because we often will talk about directors, and I just wanted to shout out Nora Ephron as the director. She did Sleepless in Seattle too. Because mother she of Zach. was the patron. Really? No. Mother of Zach? Zach Ephron. I mean, oh, I Zach Ephron. We love him. No, Nora Ephron was like the patron saint of rom coms. Like, she, Harry Met Sally, you know, Sleepless in Seattle. This one, there's several others that I am not as familiar with, but she was a journalist. She was a writer. She wrote novels after this. Um, yeah. So, like, really cool. just shout out to her because we have rom coms like we do because of her, and she's great. Mm. All of her it, movies have this cozy feel, yeah, very but, fall. Um, yeah. Why doesn't it work now? I feel like, like some of it is Hallmark quality almost. Yeah, like they, don't feel, they don't feel cheesy yeah, though. No, no, yeah, not cheesy. Just like that good feel. They're very yeah. era specific because you couldn't make yeah. this movie. I feel like some of it is the cameras too. God, yeah, doing it now would just be on Tinder and it'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, right. I was, so I was thinking about that because yeah. there's scenes where she's like chatting with him, like on. Yeah. I called it yeah, AIM growing up. Yeah, it's like real people not talking. AIM. Oh, gotcha. Anyway, mm-hmm. she's on AIM and like messaging, and then her boyfriend walks in room. She like shuts it or whatever. Like today, she'd just be on her phone, just. Instead of not, not romantic, instead yeah, and that's such a broadcast like red flag to yeah. slam the laptop on somebody. Yeah, wants. And it's like, oh hey, <laughs> like so unassuming. Instead of check uh, yes or no, it'd be swipe left or right. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. I think right. part of too why they don't work today is we're too cynical. Rom coms oh, yeah. are fantastical, like they don't play by the rules. Like you have to suspend your belief about even right. what happens after. You know, but you have to believe in love. So we're too cynical nowadays. We're not. But a, by the same token, all every movie is a stinking superhero movie. Yeah, but now. that's different. And that's you know that's you know, over the top. I and don't know. I think I think the movie I think movie consumers are just stupider than we used to be. And I think mm-hmm. some of that is the cynicism, like you're saying. But I think it's made us dumber. And 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 
more hesitant to enjoy things. Um, like, the, and that's to the point mm-hmm. what we talked about a couple weeks ago, the, the death of like the mid budget film, the mid budget blockbuster film. Those don't exist anymore. Everything is Avatar. Everything is uh, Spider-Man. Everything is uh, dumb. Or straight yeah, to, or straight to streaming. streaming. And some of it's yep. good. Some of it, like <clears throat> Dune, great. The Batman, which we're probably going to watch next month. Barbie. Yeah. Barbie, incredible. Mm-hmm. Kind of similarly silly. Uh, I mean, that movie is... I feel like we're having another ba- kind of boom. Yeah. We're maybe so. coming back. And I, I really feel like, and a lot of film critics feel this way too, of like, we can't wait until... The super until the superhero movies die. Can this phase just croak? It's been fifteen years of this. Uh, and Marvel's, entering Marvel's this, got it planned out for years. We're entering the sixteenth year of this, Ugh. and it's a lot, man. They should have Marvel should have stopped with Endgame. That's my I maybe agree. not so hot take. Yeah, uh, it's you, not yeah you can't take. stop at the top though. You got but they're taking the year uh, off, and now <laughs> absolutely <laughs> when you stop, and they're almost taking the year off, and no, now it's not, not ever going to happen though. <laughs> it's yeah. going to stop now. Sony's just churning out their bullshit with these writers that have never made a good movie. Who like the Madam Web movie is? Uh, it's not out yet. Yeah. The, the critic reviews are out, and it is a trash fire. And it's the same writers as Morbius. How did those people get another job? It's crazy, <laughs> dude. Sony. I think they've interpreted the uh, the mock enjoyment of that. It's Mormon movie time. Like, yeah. as they thought it was real enjoyment. They're like, we gotta do this again. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I don't think they didn't. Yeah. That movie go back to theaters. It went back to theaters after the Morbin time meme. Yeah, yeah. It's literally like this movie's ass. It's it's considered one of the worst, uh, not just it's superior like a movies, following movies ever made. And I think we should watch it for the show. Probably. Uh, I have a question. Do you okay. have hot points? I do have hot points. All right, let's mm. hit it. All right, hot points. I did a nice arm wave for those of you who are just listening and not watching. Which? We start as a five, and we add or subtract based on what I think is hot. So we got a minus one for Tom Hanks's hair. It's not hot. I love you, Tom Hanks. I can relate to the frizz struggles. The frizz. <laughs> so that gets us to a four. It's very 90s, though. It's very a 90s. poofy, poofy yeah. hair. We didn't know what we were doing in the 90s. No, the we didn't know what creams we needed, <laughs> wide tooth combs. You know, we needed we needed some help. But wide tooth combs, shout out. We got a plus one for his just general charm. This is so good. I just his humor, his charm, just all the things. I just love it's him. Tom Hanks, it's man. Tom freaking Hanks. It's Tom freaking Hanks. What's not to love? He's Tom Hanks. Hair, and, he's Tom apparently. Hanks and everything. And it's great. So that brings us back to a five. Oh, boy. And then we got another plus one for, of course, the ending moment. His don't cry shop mm, girl yep. where he wipes the tear away. Is that a six? Then that leaves us at a six. All right. Golf clap. feels Golf right. Golf clap for Tom Hanks. Yeah. It's a six. He's not. He's just slightly above average. He's not a hottie by any He's stretch. not a hottie, but we love him. He's no Sundance. He's no Sundance. Oh, no. I, nobody will He's no be. Heath Ledger, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. All right, well, six. We get a six for a six uh, feels hot right. points. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy that when he did the credit card thing that she'd be like, okay. Yeah, I it. Agree. That, was yeah. Yeah. that was weird. Yeah. Nobody would do that. And he wasn't really that nice to her. It's another scene. No, he, just, he kind of talked yeah. down to her. Yeah, it was like, come on. Like, come on. He, he said some word that wasn't like swipe. It was a different like, and I was like, what? That's the word he yeah. used. But yeah, it was, it's I was like, 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 I don't it's buy like that. your bit of like, Calling waiters tuts and stuff like being like you're, you're a bit of like a Jersey 1940s tuts. yeah yeah <laughs> these bras <You're> right <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's that but real <laughs> yeah yeah I thought it was interesting that this was like most rom coms are kind of based on a physical relationship and this was largely an emotional and like yeah this uh, it, it, like it wasn't a physical relationship they had this like a it was all online it was like this not, movie walked so her could run. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. even compare. Oh, people yeah. like her. They do. People really like her. Oh, okay. It's I that just, movie where that one guy is like falls in love with basically Siri, the phone AI. It's a strange movie. Dan yeah. Harmon loved it. Huh. Loved it. Thought it was very very good story. Um, Siri's so dumb though. I mean, Siri is super stupid. Well, this I, one's voiced by Scarlett Johansson, so. All right. Oh, okay. See. Now it's making sense. You're back on. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. We're, we're sexualizing a voice now. Uh, wow. Should we do hit, hit, or miss? Let's do hit, hit or miss uh, and wrap it up because we got to watch more Project Runway, the greatest show ever made. Hell so, yeah. Uh, should I end? Because you're most interested in my opinion. I'm curious. So yeah. nobody, uh, well, not nobody, but yours is the most obvious. I mean, obviously. So why don't you start? Well, it's a hit for me. Clearly. Obviously. Carl, I'm really so interested in what you I thought. I am too. There's I... no singing in it. Well, very minimal singing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I liked it. I think it's a hit, but I did get, Ooh. and I know this is not the right group to pull, but it reminded me of a 30 Rock skit if they did one for two hours. It was just like, <laughs> I could just see them in the writer's room being like, what if we had a big bookstore owner and a small bookstore owner? And like, they pedal old medium or media, but they're going to use new media to talk. And like, they just kept running with it and it's just like made us, yeah. So it just, books like, are like dead. <laughs> Yeah, not really. Books are great. They kind of made New York feel like a small town. Like you don't really mm -hmm. get a big city bustling. Uh, like she's a butterfly on the, the whole subway. movie could have taken place in <laughs> like, a block and a half, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think it was a hit. I enjoyed it. West Village. I'm it's glad right. you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yay. Two hits. We need one more for a banger. Well, I went into this not wanting to watch it. Mm -hmm. I came out of it absolutely loving it. It was a hit. All right. Nice. Uh, I also thought yes. it was really, really excellent. I'm going to give it a hit as well. Those four hits, it's a good movie. This is much better than certified any other rom-com banger. we've you watched. Really this is a certified it. banger that gets an air horn. Um, I'm so happy you guys don't even understand. Yeah. That's a good movie. You should have uh, uh, made Ever After better. Yeah, more like this. <laughs> I, should, I know. Yeah. I feel bad that I picked Ever After because this is just better. I would watch this again. I will never watch Ever After again. That movie uh, pissed me off. Um, I do wonder if people hate Meg Ryan from New York because they're like, that's not what it's like to be in New York City. Like, she's just like smiling at everything like so nothing happy. seemed to get to her it's yeah i was like yeah she lives in her own little fairy tale world it seems she like she can but. afford to live in a gorgeous brownstone this is a very apartment. idyllic idolized <laughs> yeah. new york from that book yeah the bookstore it's not new york's uh, new york yeah. it's like it's like sh that movie could have taken place on sesame yeah. street and it it's like a taxi driver in this movie go in the same city like it's like that's crazy yeah yeah for sure or seinfeld yeah uh all right well, there you go there you have hit mid or miss there you have uh you've got mail you've got mail are you pleased? Enjoy it. I'm so happy. Pleased with your... Uh, I'm so happy right now. The reception of your movie? <laughs> yes. I'm so glad you guys thought it was good. I was afraid. I was like, I don't think... I think they'll like this one because it's got some more like sarcasm It's got Tom Hanks in his clever script. Yeah. It's good um, writing. Clever is a really good word. Hey, don't cheat on your girlfriend with a virtual person. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Unless they're Tom Hanks. So what have we watched this month rom-com wise? We watched... What was our first one? 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah, that's right. And High then society. High Society, which is bad. Whoops. Oops. My fault. It's okay. Now this. Now, now this. this. And we have one more. We have and one that more. Is. <gasps> we'll pull it out of the bucket for the meme, even though there's only one. There's only one ticket. When Harry met Sally. And you'll just bing, throw bing, that, bing. and then we'll immediately pick it up because the dog likes well, to Well, she's on my lap. Yeah. So. Another this, Meg Ryan. Another Meg Ryan, oh. widely considered on many a list, the number one rom-com of all time. Oh, really? Directed yeah, by Rob Reiner. Written by Nora Ephron, mm -hmm. who directed mm -hmm. this movie. Nice. I've seen this one time. I'm curious to go back and watch it again. See how I feel. Yeah, I know the one scene that everybody knows from this movie. Carl, was this not nothing. your suggestion, this movie? I think I only knew about 10 things. I hate about you. I think that oh, was mine. Oh, 10 things is yours. Yeah. Mine was High Society. Nick didn't get one. I made no suggestions. Danielle got two. Well, yeah, we're stupid. not going to watch Bible Man for rom-com month or whatever. <laughs> so, what would I have? That's a, what I don't know what <laughs> No, I don't know. You've seen Shrek, right? I know I have. That's, that's I don't not, remember. That's not confident. Really. You're gonna have to watch Shrek. All right, so I'm curious should. how this one's gonna go because when Harry met Sally is very much about like the dynamics between like male and female. Can they be friends? Like, you mean how that's going to go with us like as an how audience, we'll, yeah, or how that's going to go oh. through a 2024 lens, or both? Both. Okay. I meant as with us, like me versus you guys, if we'll have different Because we do have an interesting blend it. of female married man and two singles. Mm -hmm. So ready so to mingle. I'm curious to see. Slide uh, into the DMs. Well, there you go. <laughs> if you would like to date Nick or Carl, email us at thebigroompod at gmail.com. We're going to watch uh, when Oh, my God. You can have the real email. Uh, yeah, please, please email us. Nobody else is. Uh, also email us with we'll anything. We'll do a spinoff of yeah, a date show or something. Anything you want. I'd love to read an email. Um, follow us on TikTok, Instagram. Join our Discord for God's sakes. We're in there talking about Star Wars all the time. All the time. We're going to watch When Harry Met Sally and thankfully and finally plunge a knife into the heart of what has been rom-com month before we kick off March with <gasps> Dune, Dune Part 2. Our first uh, theater movie of the year, first uh, release. I'm getting on top of some releases. So March, I'm excited to see that in theaters. March won't really have a theme. We're going to watch some blockbusters we missed from the past couple of years. We're going to watch Dune. Uh, maybe some others. We'll leave them as a surprise. But we'll see. hey, this, uh, now you know the next two movies we're watching, LOL. And uh, yeah, When Harry Met Sally. Yep. Happy Valentine's Day. 
Although it's been a week since that for you guys, but it's Valentine's Day for us, so screw you. And we'll catch you in the next one. (laughs) 